Thursday, May 14th, 2015. You are in the middle of Craft Beer Week, American Craft Beer Week 2015. This is Groucho with a Beer Report, and this is a quick rundown of what's going on in the Peoria and Central Illinois area for American Craft Beer Week. Thursday seems to be the uh, after hump day lull. I, I scoured and looked and checked and uh, did my fair share of investigating to see what might be going on in the area, and apparently everybody is sleeping and dozing off on Thursday, prepping themselves possibly for an epic weekend. So um, when it comes down to it, the only thing I could find going on on Thursday that was advertised by anybody was the Tartan Inn is giving away a guitar, and you can get details on Thursday night. The Tartan Inn is in Peoria. Uh, they usually have a couple good craft handles hanging around there. Uh, last time I was there, it's been a while since I've been there, but I'm hoping that's still the trend. So there you go. That's all we got for Thursday. Uh, ideally, last night, you went and saw the guys from Brickstone up at the Fox Pub. And let's talk about Friday and Saturday real quick. Let's do the rundown. We've we've talked about a bunch of these events, but uh, let's review. Friday night. All right, you got the beer cruise at the Spirit of Peoria. That's got the uh, Peoria Brewing Company beers distributed by Brewers Distributing. Uh, Deschutes has a tap takeover at the Fox Pub, and also Lakefront has a tap takeover at the Fieldhouse. So you probably could do both of those tap takeovers if you don't do the beer cruise, and you still might be able to pick up some remnants of those beers at either of those locations after the beer cruise. So if you can do, <laughs> if you can swing two of the three, I think you've done pretty well. Make sure you have a DD. Saturday, uh, the big mega day here in Central Illinois. Of course, we talked about the George Jacob Gutbuster 5K going on at UFS that finishes after that event with a mini beer fest there at UFS. Also, same day in Bloomington at Distill at the brewery. They're doing the homebrew day with the folks from the hop shop and the head brewer there from Distill. That sounds really cool. You know, honestly, if you had to pick a good week to do this, uh, I salute them because it really uh, it really digs into the theme of the whole week. I'm glad they chose this week, but I'm also not because it's a very busy week. So what do you do? Anyway, if you're in Bloomington and you like beer and you homebrew, uh, I would imagine there's going to be a lot of homebrew clubs there. I really hope so. It looks like a good day. Also, that afternoon, the Fox Brew Pub. Fox Brew Pub. How about the Fox Pub and Cafe? They'll be doing their North Peoria Beer Fest. They take up the parking lot of their restaurant and fence it all off, and they start pouring some amazing beers. Matt Rixner is never known for holding back on anything when it comes to uh, getting great beers in the Peoria area. I would say that he has become the destination in Peoria for the beer geeks and the beer noobs and for anybody who wants anything to do with beer. If you're representing a brewery, if you're uh, distributing, you're probably going up to Rixner's place. You're probably going up to the Fox Pub talking about beer. That's what those guys do up there, and they do a great job at it. So that's your Saturday. That's you know the end of Craft Beer Week in Peoria, as far as I can tell. It's Sunday. The beer geek shall rest on Sunday. A couple other things I just want to touch base on. We're going to do another uh, interview segment after this show. Uh, this time we're going to do Matt Rixner. Matt, Kat, he caught up with us after the uh, beer fest was over, after the VIP tent was winding down. Talked a little bit about breakfast at the Fox Pub. It, we're going to say it in the interview, and I'm going to say it again right here. Uh, next year before the VIP tent, before the... Peoria Beer Fest. Let's all hit the Fox Pub. A couple guys did some bottles for bottle share. I'm more than happy to drink what Matt's got on draft, but if anyone wants to bring a bottle and share a little bit, we'll do that too. That's fine. Another thing, I ran into this today. I'm not trying to trying to manufacture anything here, but uh, Paste Magazine, if anybody follows them, and, I, and I'm not a Paste Magazine guy anymore. Years ago, I, I 
started subscribing to that magazine when it was about music. It was about indie music. Uh, it was pretty cool. It seems to me that now Pace is trying to be everything to everybody. It's almost like a uh, an alternative version of Maxim for you know the, the bearded guys is uh, Maxim. They they talk about everything, but one of the things they've been talking about a lot is craft beer, and I I think it's kind of funny because it's like they're they're always trying to to rate, and uh, they have like these calculated articles. <laughs> the one right now that that was bugging me, and I saw it last week, was these four trends can go away, uh, you know. And whoever the artist was, or the author was, he was kind of sour. Uh, actually, the author's name is Alan Park. Anyway, May first, this article came out said four craft beer trends are completely over. One of them was waxing bottles. Uh, you know, they make it sound like everybody's waxing a bottle. I don't know where you're shopping at, and I, you know, maybe I'm in the wrong part of the country, but uh, waxing bottles is not that common. Uh, I do realize it's kind of all show and no go. If you think wax is keeping the air out of your bottle after it's been capped and corked, uh, you're probably wrong, but it sure does look cool. And uh, it sure does take an extra five minutes to get the <laughs> damn beer open. So you got that going for you. Hey, I don't care if you wax them. Waxing the bottles, it, like I said, it's all show. Uh, session IPAs is the number two thing they don't like. Uh, and really what they're saying is the watered-down version of our favorite beers. I disagree there, too. I, you know what? You don't always have to have a bomb, you know, especially a hot bomb. Uh, if it's a nice sunny day and it's 85 degrees and you're throwing bags or horseshoes or hanging out on the boat or whatever you're doing, I don't need to have Dogfish Head 120 Minute in my hand. So there's time and place for everything. I think Session IPAs are great. Uh, I certainly don't want to be drinking wheat beers all the time. So if I can have an IPA and it's a little lighter and it's summertime, hey, I'm all for it. Adjuncts, number three. Of course, they have a picture of... Uh, the cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs guy on there. And he's talking about, you know, people throwing stuff in cereal and like throwing stuff like cereal into the beer when they're brewing it. Uh, <laughs> you know what? It's beer. It's craft beer. I, you know, we did a, an interview with, uh, oh man, Neil Witty. Yeah, it was Neil Witty. I said Neil Wit, I think. And I said that wrong because I was thinking he was a beer. Anyway, I was talking to Neil Wit. I was saying, you know, I think American craft brew is kind of getting away from the styles. You know, if we're, we're just brewing beers we like. And he said, you know what, for the home brewer, for just making beers you enjoy, yeah, go for it. Do what you want. Do Make beers that you think taste good. You know, the styles are there for a reason. They're there for rating and judging and making sure, you know, you're making beers. And you can tell people what's in it. You need to use a style for that. But when you're just making beer for fun, you know, go for it. And I, and I agree here. If somebody wants to put Apple Jacksons, you know, in their beer, God bless them. Who am I to judge? I, don't, I just don't have to buy the beer. Folks, do you remember the pizza beer? Do you remember that oregano garlic-smelling beer that that guy threw out there in the market in Chicago and and pretended like he actually enjoyed drinking it? <laughs> I got, well, I think I did buy a four-pack because I didn't really have much choice. It was at uh, Broadway Liquors in Pekin, and uh, I'm like, all right, well, you know, the guy is on, I think he was on a podcast. He probably on uh what is those? What are those guys? The beer download out of Chicago. Uh, the beer download talk. No, it wasn't them, but they might have had the beer too. I don't remember. Long time ago. Long story short, the beer sucked and the beer's gone. So hallelujah for that. So if you make an adjunct beer and it sucks, guess what? Probably not sticking around. Now, the, the last thing was number four was uh, caring about big beer. Okay, I can understand that. I think I think we did put a lot of emphasis on the big beer thing. If you go back and listen to a couple podcasts ago. Actually, go to Craft Beer Radio, listen to Jeff and Greg's show. We did kind of a roundtable talking about uh, the big beer effect after the Super Bowl on craft brewing. I think, if anything, it kind of joined breweries uh, together to band against the big beer. It also uh, you know, bonded us 
as craft beer geeks to uh, really just raise the middle finger again to Budweiser. So, yeah, I don't care about them. I'm not drinking them, and uh, they can do what they want. But uh, it still is, you know, us versus them, and they're always going to pretend they're the pretty people, and uh, it's going to get to my inner geek as a kid. <laughs> and so I will still hate them, and I will still resent them because I will be Mr. Counterculture. All right, so uh, that that's my uh, – well, that, that was one article in Pace. You know, another thing they did was they rated <laughs> – <laughs> They're doing beer pairings, but when you say beer pairings, I think that's being very liberal. They beer paired a heady topper with a dull banana. And at the end of there, like, oh, I think it's a good pairing. I'm like, well, what's going to be the next one? You know, Fritos and uh, Centennial IPA. I mean, were they just going to just throw things together? Yeah, I had this chili dog at Sonic, and I'm going to have some dogfish head. It makes no sense. And if you're just writing to be writing, it's there. But uh, really, that's not serious content. I'm not reading that thing. I... I, I glanced through it, so I didn't even give them the dignity of reading the article. Sorry to be kind of weird and on a tangent here. So, anyway, I'm going to get back to Matt Rixner. He's coming right up. Craft Beer Week 2015. Again, amazing time to be in Peoria, Illinois, and Central Illinois, enjoying all these craft beers. Folks, if you were here five years ago or ten years ago, there was nothing like this. Enjoy it. Soak it up. Know that uh, this is great, and it's only getting better from here. Again, for the Beer Report, this is Groucho. We'll see you next time. So the room is cleared out. Everybody has headed over to the uh, regular beer fest. And it's just a few of us, the, uh, the presenters, the pourers, the podcasters, we're left here to drink the beer. And uh, there's not, I don't think there's many samples left, so we're kind of drinking some Three Floyds here. What are, what are we drinking, Chud? Do you know? Uh, this is the Three Floyds English-style India Pale Ale. Yeah, so I've never had this one before. It was a black heart or something like that. Oh, black. You know, I can't read it. <laughs> Dude, hey, you it think is after terrible. years of reading, like, Death and Black Metal logos, I'd be able to figure it out. This more than a sour. Is it black, oh, is it really? is it black <laughs> beard? I think it's black. That's Matt Rixner in the background. It's black beard. It's English style IPA. All right, Matt Rixner, the, uh, the, uh, our favorite interview from the Fox Pub. <laughs> Uh, we the, did two the shows drunk, over there last the drunken year. Drunken interview. Yeah. Oh no, dude! If you think that was drunk, you did not listen to 1090. The last show we did. Oh no, that, that was that, that 1090 was show faced. might be the drunkest thing that I've ever recorded ever Where in history. Where was that at? Uh, at 1090. It was at 225. Oh okay. And the the uh, Brian. Oh Schaefer. yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Well, you so you met well, Brian Schaefer. 1090 is my brewery of the month. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so he was in phenomenal. Well, so he was a little rowdy at your place, and then the next day not, we had a beer dinner. Not as much as mine, but I I, I heard about it. Yeah. yeah, well, listen to my show, because uh, I've never heard anything anybody go off the rails like that. I mean, Ozzy Osbourne, Crazy Train? You know, honestly, I thought he kept it, as drunk as he sounded, I thought he kept it together remarkably well. So, <laughs> uh, it, was, it, was, it was something, all, all I'm going to say. Anyway, I thought there were pills involved. He's, he's a pretty cool booze, dude. Huh? Yeah, let's cycle this back to, Matt, you were not that drunk on the, on the show, okay? Many more have been much more drunk than you, including Chud and I, okay? Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, Matt was pouring today. What were you pouring? Anything special? Uh, well, I mean, the one that everybody knows is uh, Hedy Topper, mm. the Alchemist. So, how was that? I was it fifteen that. minutes of pouring. We, we actually, we still have some. What? Oh, yeah. oh. really? Well, there you go. That's the advantage of being in the VIP tent. Wife. <laughs> <laughs> she has more value than an opener. You guys didn't have Hedy Topper, so. We'd love a Hedy Topper. Thank you. Sure, they would love that. 
She's awesome, by the way. You have the best wife ever. Do you, do you have you bumper have stickers wife. at this point? I'm just going to put the Fox Pub on everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had the uh, English breakfast. Actually, Ken, our videographer, uh, came with us today. Chud, what do you have? The, uh, the I, Benedict I, Arnold? I had the Benedict Arnold. I had the English breakfast, and I think uh, Ken had the, uh, he had the English breakfast as well. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, that's a great way to start. The uh, beer fest. We talked about this. You need next that base year, next year. It's a greasy mm-hmm. base. It's pack the house at the Fox Pub before the beer fest. That, yeah. That's our goal. We want the Fox Pub. You pack. can re- you can release that, but if you like holding the metal well, microphone, whatever. I'm just saying. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, we want it packed full of people next year. <laughs> packed full of people. All right. No, I. I well, the, well, well, two years ago we came with Kevin uh, from Harvest. Now at RJ, mm-hmm. and it was nobody really there this year. I know it's about twenty or twenty five people in there. Yeah. Next year, why can't we get fifty people in there, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're we're doing we're a hundred. We want triple digits. It is all pregame of the Peoria Beer Fest at I the Fox. I think it should be included with a VIP. Like, I agree. Just uh, the VIP seventy-five dollar ticket, you get breakfast. Bam. There you go. All right, that's I'm, not a bad idea. Honestly, that is the perfect breakfast. He gives you get a giant chunk of sausage, a giant pile of bacon, a bunch of eggs, deep fried motherfucking toast. People, it is amazing. <laughs> There's some beans and like tomato. It's like it's what you want before you're gonna go drink two gallons of beer and pass out on your lawn. Yeah. It is the absolute yeah, best thing you can stuff. start well, your day with. Thank you for making us breakfast today, and yeah, of course, uh, look always. forward to uh, hanging out inside the beer fest, yep. have a few beers for you. Doing a great job as usual. Thanks, Matt. Yep. Good seeing you guys. Thank All you, right, buddy. No problem. Want more Beer Report? Go to thebeerreport.com for our blog. And links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and other social media nonsense. Tweet of hell.